Good afternoon. You're listening to K Tahoe, the new 96.1 and AM 590. It's time for the bright side with Alexis Robin. Good afternoon and happy Monday, everybody. Yeah, Monday, 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 Monday. Monday Back Monday. from <laughs> spring break, we took a hiatus last week, so we can go on vacation. And I have to say, just want to give a little shout out for unplugging on vacation. I didn't check email. I didn't take any appointments. It was amazing. I am just you know feeling great and well that's revived. good was it scary so, to open your email this morning um I didn't look at my calendar until this morning before I went to the gym and I was like wow I have a pretty full day <laughs> didn't realize that but um but I had prepared everything before I left so that's good so it's all good good good, good. yeah so and uh my colleagues were awesome and didn't bombard me with a bunch of emails while I was gone oh, that, was so nice. that was nice so yeah. so yeah so today we're talking about uh personal global impact and what it takes to make an impact in the world and you know there's a lot of talk about um the topic on sustainability and what we can do and people get involved with movements and you know we have a lot of opinions about it and got to thinking this weekend I was talking to my daughter and we were talking about you know how you can make a difference as an individual and certainly here in Tahoe so we're going to kind of attack it from two ways one is we're going to look at sustainability in the uh, traditional sense in terms of um, you know water energy food that kind of a thing but then we're going to look at um, compassion in terms of making a global impact and how we can work with in ourselves and make an impact as a single person. And, you know, it's oftentimes people say, well, what difference can I make? And the reality is, is what's happening in the world today is not because, you know, big groups. It's because of all of individuals who've made certain decisions. So we've all made decisions. We've all decided to use the earth in a certain way. And there have been results from that. And it's not because some, you know, big corporation did it. It's because a bunch of individuals inside corporations or inside <laughs> homes made decisions. So um, so up here in Tahoe, is something kind of near and dear to our hearts these days is the water. <laughs> we had a pretty dry winter. Uh, it was um, our snow table is is down to very low or (laughs) Or non-existent the the lake is low and you know certainly someone told me recently actually it was very interesting at dinner we had um that there's always the same amount of water on the planet earth it's just dispersed in different areas and i thought well that's somewhat comforting (laughs) because it does seem when you're in a drought year that there's you know there's just no water and it's going to be gone but there it is places it's just a matter of if it's in the places where we can collect it easily or not that you know Um, it's probably true I'm trying to go back to my my high school science lessons and stuff and I haven't fact checked that but if you're a water guru feel free to post it on the K Tahoe page or on the positivity link uh, Facebook page but um, but yeah I thought that was interesting but you know in terms of water here um, we're we're going to be in a drought this summer and so we were talking about things you can do to um, be sustainable and one is to limit use obviously um, by if you're a woman with long hair you can wash your hair less you know go every two days or every three days instead of every day Uh, you can redo your garden our friends uh, Nadine and Dave last year they took out their grass in the front they put in these beautiful boulders and some little drought resistant plants and it's just stunning you know, and I, I'm a huge fan of grass. And so I was really surprised how beautiful it turned out. So, um, so you can do that. So you can water less there. Um, and then I have another friend down in the Carmel area who he and his wife put a bucket in the shower while it's, while the water's warming up and then use that bucket to water their garden. And I thought, well, that's a great idea. So I'm going to DIY this weekend and getting a clean five gallon bucket (laughs) to put in my shower and to collect water before, uh, well, it warms up. 
So lots of different ways that you can do this. Um, You know, of course, the old obvious one is to turn off the water while you're brushing your teeth. But but these are little ways that if everybody in the community did one small thing to lessen what their consumption is, it would make a huge difference. And we often think, well, what's it going to matter if I water my lawn one more time? Or what's it going to matter if I take an extra long shower? Um, But it does because it's the individual impact that really adds up to the global impact. Yeah. So adds up. It does. And so then the second thing um, I want to talk about is energy. And this is, we just recently at my kids' uh, school at the Lake Tahoe Environmental Magnet School, Science Magnet School, uh, we just put in, replaced all the light bulbs with LED lights. And so um, that's going to be saving a bunch of energy. And it's actually supposed to be better for your well-being, which I never knew. Hmm. That fluorescents that. are not, I guess, there's because there's that uh-huh. low-level flicker that the LED lights don't emit that it helps um, actually create a calmer and better working environment. Oh, nice. So maybe encourage your people at work or, or um, in your office to change your light bulbs to LED instead of fluorescent. Uh, you can also choose energy-efficient products when you're purchasing new appliances or new cars. I mean, these are some basic things, but think about getting a diesel we just drove from Tahoe to La Quinta, which is down in Palm Springs area, on one tank of gas, and we still had a quarter of a tank by the time we got there. Wow. Just pretty awesome. We drive a diesel. So I'm all for <laughs> I'm all for getting cars that go a long way on a little gas. And then finally, um, you know, turning off lights is something easy. We think like, oh, that just saves me like one cent on my electricity bill. But think about if millions of people each turned off one light, Mm -hmm. what that would turn out to be. So you have to think like, what's my small impact that is going to ripple out that everybody else is maybe saying, oh, well, it won't make a difference. And it really does. So, um, so those are some little basic things. And then finally, um, with food, there's a lot of talk about food and sustainable food and, you know, up here in the mountains, it's hard to grow a lot of your own food because we have such a short growing period, but you can buy locally grown foods. You can get CSA boxes here. And by doing that, you cut down on the freight, the travel, you can eat seasonal foods. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's not normal to have um, certain foods in certain seasons. So if you're getting fresh fruits and you're wondering why are they coming from South America, it's because it's summer down there while you know, it's winter up here. It's interesting that you bring that up because I was just thinking about that a few weeks ago, thinking way back in the time machine here. There, I mean, I grew up in a time where you, if something wasn't in season, you didn't have it. Right. It's, you know, but now you, you, know, you can get strawberries year round, grapes are year round. Right. They're, you didn't have that. Yeah, the, especially years ago. the stone fruits. I mean, they just all but disappeared. Yeah. You know, when I was a kid, it was like, if it wasn't the summer, you weren't eating plums and peaches and nectarines. of course not. And now it's like year round, we have these things. And I just was thinking about that the other day. I'm like, yeah, but you think about the impact of eating a peach that came all the way from, you know, the South, South America on a ship in a container that then got transferred to a truck that then got transferred to a center that got transferred to a grocery store. I mean, it's, there's a lot of travel that goes on in that. So, um, so thinking about choosing one thing a week, that's a sustained product sustainably farmed thing can yeah. make a difference you don't have to change everything you don't have to stop eating peaches in the fall you know but it's just about thinking about hey what could i get that's in season that's local and a lot of um, our restaurants up here do a great job at hosting local produce mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So, um, so that's a good thing. And then you can, um, a lot of people say, you know, go for a meatless Monday because apparently the meat industry takes a big toll on our planet. And so, um, you can go and just, you know, have, um, vegetable tacos or something or, or veggie curry or something that doesn't yeah. have meat in it for one day a week. You know, I'm not going to give up my steak and, you know, chicken dinners, but one day a week I could sure easily. So these are easy ways to make, um, impact on the earth. Now, what about, um, making impact on the beings that are on the earth? And for this, I kind of want, I want to talk about compassion and in a few different areas. So we're going to talk about compassion in the public arena at home, at work, and then finally with self. And there's a big call for compassion in, I was recently at the Wisdom 2.0 conference and heard multiple speakers and thought leaders from the tech industry, from mindfulness industries um, that are all talking about spreading compassion and kindness throughout the world. And um, I think that we could do a better job. I really do. And I think that it starts with us as individuals. And so when we're in public thinking about being kind and and generous in your word and deed. Mm-hmm. So what what might that look like, do you think, Jen? Well, I think um, if you're looking at it from the perspective of organizations and stuff, I think backing a cause. I, I'm, I, what Locally, what comes to mind is um, what Vale does with their, was it the Epic? Echo program. Echo, mm-hmm. Echo with an E. I was yeah. close on they a do, Monday morning. They do create an Epic experience. <laughs> okay, that's their pass. Thank you. Yep. Echo. They're at, you know, where they, you know, go in. They're at bread and broth. They're at, you know, they do right. different things. So it's not just we're here to make money, which I'm sure all the employees like because Generally speaking, if a company makes a lot of money, usually it gets passed to the employees eventually. Sure, sure. In some way. Um, you want to work for a profitable company, makes you a little more comfortable that your check's going to come each week. Right. But, um, but doing those other things, being invested in the community, in, in just, um, and I also think of, of like um, your PERMA thing. Mm-hmm. Of what you know, what gives you meaning? What's important to you? Yeah, and having making sure that your balance of time is invested in those things. Definitely, definitely. And so, um, so I think too. Um, so good, good examples of organizational. And I think with individuals, it's sometimes for me, it's just you know reserving judgment, seeing somebody, and starting to think like, oh well. You yeah, know, whatever I'm thinking. And then it's like, whoa, you don't know anything. Like, don't don't make the judgment. Take a minute. Like, think back. Be curious. You know, don't be critical. Be kind. If somebody's in line and they're checking their cell phone and you're irritated because they're not moving forward, you know, you don't have to lambast them. Well, you know, and it's interesting because I, th- I use your um, – my business, their business, and God's business. Mm-hmm. I use that a lot with my daughter. Yeah. When, you know, the, the mouth starts going and it's like – Hold on. Whose business? How are is you this in? even our business? Yep. <laughs> yeah, not. and that's a that's actually a great one. Um, and Byron, that's a Byron Katie ism, and she talks about how there's you know there's our business, which is our own business, what we can control. There's other people's businesses, which is like, I can't believe my wife's wearing that skirt to work, or I can't believe my <laughs> husband said that, or I can't believe my kids would do that. Um, other people's business. And, uh, or my, I can't believe my neighbors painted their house, you know, hot pink. It's well, that like, could be your business. Yeah. Well, 
it's not. But <laughs> you could create a story that says it is. Uh, but uh, so. and then she talks about God's business or the universe, whatever your um, your higher being is. Um, but stuff like earthquakes and yeah. you know famine in Africa. It's like there's so much you can control. And so how do you? And that's kind of what we're talking about today. Is like how do I make an impact in my business? How do I um, really stay? If I stay in my business, but I still want to make a global impact, how do I do that? And so being kind and generous when you're out and about in the public arena is great. Um, and it's just being gentle with people. We're all going through stuff and you never know what people are going through. Yeah. I mean, you just never know who's been up all night because their wife's having labor pains. You don't know who's been, you know, sitting by their um grandmother's bedside you don't know who's fearing that their job might be eliminated you just don't know what people are going through and so uh, giving compassion is a great thing so at home what this might look like is hunting the good so deliberately focusing on what your family's doing well uh could be watching for the nice things that you're um kids say to one another it might be one in every 10 things (laughs) that they say but watching for it and noticing it because it's so easy for that to slip by Mm -hmm. um looking for the feelings behind behaviors oftentimes our kids will exhibit bad behaviors and uh, dan uh, siegel in his in some of his books he has the whole brain child and um, a couple of others he talks about look for the behavior behind or look for the emotion behind the behavior because there's usually something going on and sure enough i did this last night with one of my kids and you know they both started to get into it with each other and i sat down with one of them and started talking to him and um sure enough there was a big thing going on behind the scenes that um that they were dealing with and i thought wow like i'm glad i asked the question and didn't just punish the behavior yeah so um so that's what compassion can look like at home. Uh, it can also look like being as kind to your loved ones as you would be a stranger. <laughs> Sometimes we really let our loved ones have it because we feel safe and we've been regulating ourselves all day and it, we get home yeah. and we just kind of lose it. And, you know, they're the ones who deserve it. Um, so trying to be as kind to them as you would be a stranger. And then at work, being compassionate can look like being more curious than you are critical. Work towards a common goal versus your own individual goal. It can be giving people the benefit of the doubt when they say something that just came off the wrong way or that really ticked you off. Or um, there's a great uh, Dan Goleman, uh, who's another psychologist. He does a great... um, meditation called just like me mm-hmm. and where you think about like just like me this person wants to be successful just like me this person wants to be heard and you just can kind of go over a couple of those things in your mind and sometimes that, for me that really helps create compassion yeah um so an easy one just think just like me they want to be successful and you know move on You have that in common. And then finally, I think the very most important way to make a personal global impact is with yourself. And being sustainable with yourself looks like taking good care of yourself. We have to take good care of the soul's vessel here. And we have to be thinking about getting seven to eight hours of sleep a night. We have to be thinking about drinking lots of water each day. We have to be thinking about getting exercise and moving this physical body that we have. Uh, we have to be thinking about having some fun and playing. And, uh, and that's, that's how you keep the self sustainable. But then what about compassion? We also need to take good care of the heart. And perhaps the very most powerful way to make an impact on 
the world is to be kind and compassionate to yourself. I mean, if you just think about that for a minute, what if everyone in the world was kind and compassionate to themselves? What the world might look like, how different it might be. Because so much of people's reactive behavior comes from their own unkindness, their own harsh words to themselves, their own fears that they place on themselves that with a little compassion could be, the load could be lightened. Mm -hmm. And I think that if there's only one thing that you do after listening to this show, you know, if you still take your long shower or you still (laughs) run your TV all night or whatever it is, um, is to be compassionate to yourself and watch how that ripples out because that can have a profound impact on, on our global society. And so these are just some, some little ways that one person, you, that one person behind the wheel or at your desk or listening on your phone while you're on a walk could be making an impact on our larger global society. And if you start it, it will spread to others. And that's how we change the world, my friends. It's that simple. It's that simple. So (laughs) this has been The Bright Side. I'm Alexis Robin, local life coach, executive coach, and co-founder of P-Link Coaching Center for Excellence. You can find us on Facebook at The Positivity Link, and you can also find us on Facebook linked up with KTHO. So we look forward to hearing from you on our Facebook page, and feel free to send down any topics that you'd like us to talk about. You're good. Yeah. Well, go out and enjoy the sunshine. Yeah, beautiful dust. Beautiful. A little day. chillier tomorrow. Oh, good to know. Yeah, 39. <laughs> so dress warm. Fur. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you for being here. We'll see you next week. Same time, same place. Thanks, Jen. You've been listening to The Bright Side with Alexis Robin here on K Tahoe.